Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. On Friday, day three of Chiefs training camp in St. Joseph, Missouri, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, chairman and CEO Clark Hunt, as well as running back Ronald Jones. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Patrick Mahomes. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll hear from Clark Hunt and Ronald Jones. Here's Andy Reid. We, we didn't have any from other than the three that I've mentioned before. Fenton, Yang, uh, Prince were uh, <clears throat> the only ones that didn't go. Everybody else went. Good day today. Guy, it was a little bit longer practice and um, uh, by rule, and we have another one tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow will be our last one uh, in Shell's with, with uh, the ramp-up period. So we'll come back. Sunday will be off. Monday we're back in uh, with pads on. All right, so with that, though, great competition, and, and uh, I like the energy level. Offense is making plays. Defense is making plays. Um, we're getting better So every day, and that's the objective here. Anyways, with that, time's yours. Yeah, so I probably should have mentioned Carlos at the beginning here. Um, Carlos won't be here um, until I think he gets here next Wednesday. So um, he's got some things that he's, he's got to take care of and uh, before he gets up here. So, <clears throat> but his role will be he'll, he'll work into the mix at the defensive end position. And uh, it's a nice addition. Obviously, he's been doing this a while, um, and he can still, he can still roll. So <clears throat> we look forward to bringing him in and uh, uh, into the mix there and, and going. Yeah, so he's very smart, um, and and uh, he's been around. Obviously, he's seen a lot, and uh, and kind of knows what he what he's looking for. He's visited a couple different teams, and um, but I think he liked what he saw, and and uh, we liked what we saw, so signed him up. Yeah, so well, you have the experience now. He and Chris work out at the same place, so they know each other. They. Um, and, and so there'll be a familiar face when he comes in, at least. <clears throat> but um, he brings some senior leadership in there uh, and, and experience. We saw Josh Williams get some opportunities with the ones. What have you seen behind the scenes that allowed you to trust him to get that opportunity early? Yeah, listen, I think he's a, I think he's a good player. You know, I've, I've got to see now. We've got to see how this thing goes as we work down, uh, you know, work into the day. As the, the numbers build up here, but... He looks uh, good skill, and we'll see. We'll just see how it goes. There was a lot of questions about maybe him not playing against pro-level competition at the college level. What would you say about that? Yeah, well, I think he's come out here and shown that he can he can do that, and he's not he's not shying away. He's a big kid for that position. He's a big kid, and he can run long, and um, and I I think he's very very smart. So just innately smart kid. And, and, and so he's been able to pick it up, the mental part of it, he's been able to pick up. He's working a couple of fundamental things, and, uh, and uh, like I said, he's smart, so he's, he, he's looking at himself and he's saying, i got to get better at this, and you can see him out here working out. Yeah. Yeah, um, so we have some experience. I mean, that's guys that have played in games. They're new faces, but they're not – it's not a ton of young guys that, that, that are that are playing in those spots. So um, it was. It's just a matter of Pat and the receivers being on the same page. And the more they do it, the better they're going to be. And um, and then with Sky being the young kid, 
he made a couple nice plays and uh um you know again it's him learning the game he's very strong though you can see he's got great feet and very strong in in, in the core area and and um and so that's going to come come in handy for him as he as he goes through this yeah i like Robert. he doesn't say much i mean you don't want him in the tent here you're not going to hear much so um but he uh he's a good solid player you know I mean, we're not set. You know, we saw the Orlando thing out there, and all that, but uh, if, you can go play with Rod, with Roderick. I mean, he can jump in there and play the game. So um, that does that. I like what I'm seeing. I look forward to seeing him in pads, but I, you know, he's got some experience, so I know what he can do. I think. Andy, we're getting uh, reimpacted today. I just wonder, uh, early on into camp, in meetings, like sort of away from the field, just what have you seen? What have you sort of noticed so far? Yeah so, yeah, yeah. So he's really taken to that um, and and stepped up his game in that role. Um, he's a, he's, I think you guys know he's a great communicator, and he's using that skill that he has uh, to talk to these new players, and and so that's different for him, right? I mean, this is a new new thing for him with with the number of guys that we have coming in that are that are new. So, but um, uh, I think he's handling all that great. He's a tremendous leader. He's always been that. Um, and he's working hard. I mean, he, he's going to work. He's going to work as he's going to be here early. He's going to leave late. The whole deal. So he's he's um, he exhausts the game while he has an opportunity to do that. Coach, speaking of Patrick, uh, does it surprise you at all that that folks still don't consider him a tier one, a tier one player, and that when he you know scrambles, he's considered a street ball player? Yeah. Listen, I mean, a lot of coaches have to teach guys how to roll out and call plays to do that. We just do it. He just does. No, he's tremendous. He's tremendous. Yeah, no, he, listen, he, I, I know if you, you guys look at pro football focus and all those things, so um, just take a peek at that and see how many times he hits the second receiver. Um, I don't want to go that far and say that. I mean, obviously, uh, the black quarterback has had a battle to be in this position that we are, to have this many guys in the league playing. And I think every day we're proving that uh, we should have been playing the whole time. We've got guys that think think uh, just as well as they can use their athleticism. And so uh, it, it always is weird when you see guys like me, Lamar, Kyler, kind of get that on them and other guys don't. But at the same time, we're going to go out there and prove ourselves every day to show that we can be some of the best quarterbacks in the league. Patrick, what are your thoughts so far on Sky Moore and how do you feel like you can really contribute to yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a tough player for uh, – I mean, he's, he's a smaller as far as height, but he's thicker as far as a, a receiver. And I think you see that he's making a lot of tough contested catches over the middle. Um, he's thinking a lot because, I mean, he's a rookie getting thrown into the offense, and we're not holding back at all. Um, but you can tell when he knows what he's doing. He runs some great routes, has great releases, and I think it uh, can be a big part of our offense uh, moving forward. Yeah, and uh, I think he, he's getting more and more trust uh, within the, the coaching staff and with, with, within me, and that just comes with reps. Um, uh, to, to give him the chances to make plays, and when you watch the film and we might, you might choose to throw it on one side, you look to the other side and you see he's, he's getting open, uh, then you come back and put that, put that in, in your, kind of your head, and you're like, All right, next, tomorrow I might give him a chance to make a play on that, on that one. Um, and I think you saw that today with that catch kind of down the field where he kind of dove and made a big contested catch. Is, even though he's not the tallest guy, he's, he can make those tough catches, and I uh, can build that trust with the quarterbacks. I want to ask you at the start of the season. I mean, obviously, you always want to start well, but particularly with a new group and then the way 
last year did, didn't start off the first three weeks. Do you feel like there's even a particular importance on maybe that first month? It's obviously pretty difficult. Yeah, and I mean, I think we've done a great job of that these last few years, except for the last, the last year. And uh, uh, you can say, that, especially with this new energy that we have with a new group, that guys are going to be ready to go. And, I mean, we're going to have to be. We have a very tough beginning of our schedule. Um, and really the whole schedule, but so you got to bring it every single week. Um, and uh, I think Coach Reed runs his training camp the way that he does in order for us to be prepared for the start of the season. How much of those during this year, one way or another, is life after Tyreek? Just your opening impressions of how the offense feels, you know, with him no longer here and maybe spreading the ball out around. Yeah, I mean, you said it. Uh, when you have a guy of, of Tyreek's caliber, a lot of times when you have those one-on-one matchups, you kind of say, "Forget the rest of the read. Let me just go to this guy." Um, whereas uh, with the offense that we have now and the, the group of receivers that we have now, we have a lot of guys that are good and can make plays in individual, in individual routes. And so uh, you kind of get through your progressions even more. Um, and uh, I think it's special when you have an offensive coordinator like Eric Bieniemy, you have a head coach like Coach Reed, um, and all these great offensive minds on the offensive side of the ball that they're designing these plays. And I can go through my reads, and there's usually someone open on, on pretty much all of them. National conversation about the Chiefs taking a step back while the rest of the division comes up. I just wonder what your thoughts are when you hear things like that. Yeah, I mean, whenever you you build the culture that we that we've built, I mean, you expect to go out there and your first goal is to win the AFC West. And uh, if you're winning the AFC West this year, you're probably at the t- pretty close to the top of the AFC. So uh, we just go in with that mindset that we know our division is going to be tough. It's tough every year. Um, always got great teams in it, and uh, obviously it's even elevated this year. Uh, so we focus on those those opponents and try to do whatever we can week by week uh, to, to play our best football and put ourselves in position to, to be in the playoffs and hopefully at Arrowhead. So far in your, you know, your short career, when you, when you see people say that you know, you're not a tier one QB, uh, do you feel like you still have more to prove or is it just like uh, whatever? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you always feel like you have more to prove. I promise Tom Brady's feeling like he has more to prove. Um, and I think that comes with uh, any sport, any competitor. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. And uh, they, they build you up to tear you down, and you got to kind of know that. And uh, for me, it's all about how can I make myself better, not what other people say. How can I make myself better so that we go out there and win football games? And at the end of the day, nothing matters until you're on that football field playing, and uh, that's where you get to prove who you are every single day. A couple more guys. The schedule. Um, obviously, it would be more beneficial if you guys played easier opponents, but it seems like you kind of relish playing uh, pretty tough schedules. Is that accurate? Yeah, for sure, because uh, when you play good opponents and you have to bring it every single week, uh, when you get to the playoffs, you're just playing a regular season football game. Uh, we're playing playoff caliber guys uh, every every week that we, we're in this league. And uh, to be able to go out there and uh, have that schedule like that, when you kind of get to those big games, it's not about playing any, anything different than you do in that regular season game. I think that prepares you for that. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge... That takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a... 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L- 
V-A-N-29.com. To be here at training camp in St. Joe, um, I've had a chance to watch a couple practices this week, and I think the energy's been terrific. Uh, I know Coach Reed and his staff are delighted to be back here. They think the environment uh, is great here in terms of what they need to get done over the next three, three and a half weeks. Um, and uh, it's great also to have our, our fans here. I know the players appreciate it. It brings a level of energy uh, to the practices and uh, thought the guys did, did a great job out there today. And with that, I'll open it up for questions. Yeah, so our relationship with Bayern Munich started uh, with our MLS club, FC Dallas. Uh, we established a partnership about four years ago uh, that was focused on youth player uh, development. Um, uh, they ended up buying a player from, from our academy named Chris Richards, uh, who just transferred to the uh, EPL. So it's been a very successful partnership. And as the NFL went through the process of making the decision to, to go to Germany, obviously Bayern's really the biggest sporting brand in, in Germany. And so having that relationship was very advantageous uh, for us. Uh, we've talked for a number of years about hopefully the Chiefs having the opportunity to play in Allianz Arena. It's not going to happen this year, but uh, we hope here in the next couple of years that it will. I'm just wondering if you have a feeling about players taking a position endorsing a candidate or a, you know, or a ballot amendment? You know, we encourage our players to be civically active, and, um, you know, that that's something they're doing as individuals on their own behalf, and I certainly applaud that. Uh, obviously, you know, politics is very divisive, and so they're going to be people on, on both sides of the issue when a player endorses somebody, but we support their efforts and, and encourage them to get involved. What's it been like kind of meeting some of the new folks within Missouri Western? And we heard from Mark a little bit Monday just kind of about the future of this agreement with St. Joseph and training camp here. Yeah. I guess what have those discussions been like on your end, just the future of camp in St. Joe? Yeah. Well, we've been here uh, over a decade with the, uh, the, the one exception during COVID, and it's uh, been fantastic uh, for the team. I mean, Andy and his staff have really enjoyed being here. I mentioned at the onset that they believe this environment is really conducive to getting the guys uh, ready. Uh, the university has been very responsive over the course of our decade, over the course of our relationship in terms of making changes uh, to help the experience be better. You know, you know, from my vantage point so far, this has been, you know, one of the best camps or starts to camp. It's something that we'll evaluate uh, once camp is done. We do that every year, and uh, certainly I hope we'll be back in, in the future. Clark, we see a lot of teams that decide to stay, you know, stay home. What advantages in your eyes is it being away from, from Kansas City? Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, you're exactly right. I think we're one of six or seven teams now that, that goes away for camp as more and more have, have moved back to their facilities. I, I think there's a bonding process uh, that happens 
uh, when you, you put the team in a, a dorm room for three and a half weeks, you don't have the comforts of home. Um, uh, there's a chance to really focus on football, uh, not 24-7 because the guys do have some time off, but you know, probably you know, 12 hours a day they're focused on football. They're together. They're talking about football. They're encouraging each other to get better. They have the interaction uh, with the coaches uh, throughout the day and, and also the rest of the staff. So I really think it's a, it's a positive and, and hope that uh, we'll be able to come back, as I mentioned. Yeah. Well, Patrick's uh, maturing uh, as a player and as a leader, and uh, he's somebody who, you know, very on, very early on, took a leadership role in our locker room. Um, he and Coach Reed and General Manager Brett Veach have a very special uh, relationship, and uh, I wouldn't say that I speak to him a lot about, uh, you know, the composition, of the roster, but I, I know Coach Reed and Brett uh, keep him in the loop and listen to his opinion. Um, he, he's very mature, really beyond his years, and sort of sees the, the big picture. And so they're glad to have his input. And obviously, you know, given his importance to the team, I think it's important that he, he have a word uh, or a say in the decisions that we're making. Yeah, I, I would really just say it's, you know, hearing secondhand uh, from Brett Veach about the conversations that they've had about the team. Um, I think that question would be better for, for Brett when you have a chance. I think he would give you a, a better answer on it. Um, but I, I would just go back to he, he understands uh, the, the big picture and is not, you know, real short-term focused in, in his thinking. Um, so, anyhow, I'll just leave it at that. I think he would be over the moon, uh, literally. Uh, I think you guys have heard me mention before that Arrowhead was his favorite place uh, on earth, and uh, he played such an important role in the growth of soccer in the United States going all the way back to the 1960s. Uh, he was a believer uh, long before others that the sport you know, would succeed here. Uh, I know he really enjoyed the 1994 World Cup, uh, that came to the United States, but there weren't games in Kansas City. There were, were games in Dallas, um, and as a family, we went to pretty much you know every venue uh, during that '94 World Cup. But I know he would be so excited to host games at Arrowhead, primarily for the fans. Right, uh, the fans in the Midwest are going to have a chance with a with a short drive to come see uh, world class soccer and really one of the greatest spectacles in the world. Seats can come out, come back in, come out, come back in over a two-year period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think we have a good good plan on that. Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have to be very uh, uh, focused on the timeline to make sure we get it done. That's why it's gonna happen over a two-year period. Um, we do have to alter the stadium so we can put in a regulation size soccer field. Eric, it seems like every team has an alternate helmet or different colored jerseys. Why is it so important for you all to keep the traditional look that you have now? Yeah. Well, uh, part of our mission statement uh, is to honor tradition, and part of that tradition is uh, the Chiefs' colors, red, white, and, and, the, and the gold stripe. Um, my dad was always very, very focused on making sure that 
uh, our uniform stayed consistent, which if you go all the way back to the beginning, it's changed uh, uh, very little. Uh, I think, you know, a fan, no matter where they are, whether in the United States or now overseas, when they see the red and gold, they know exactly what team that is. And uh, I think that's just very important for the brand. Last time we spoke to you on the stadium stuff, you guys were beginning stages of the study to figure out, you know, the current composition of it if it needed to be rebuilt. I just wondered what the early findings so far and what the process is right now. Yeah, uh, that process is ongoing. Um, uh, you know, we're very hopeful that uh, we'll be able to renovate uh, Arrowhead when the time comes, uh, but we're probably still, you know, a year plus away from being able to make that determination. Uh, it's not a very, what I've learned through the process is it's not a very simple answer when you're trying to make a, a decision about whether a building can go another 25 or 30 years starting in eight years from now. Yeah, so, you know, we're being very methodical about it. We want to get to the right answer because it's it's very important. I just want to make sure I understood that, but you're hopeful that you would be able to stay there and renovate the current structure of the building. Yes, that would be our number one priority. We're going to evaluate all, all the options, obviously. We, we've got to figure out what's best for the franchise, what's best for the fan base. Um, but it starts with evaluating Arrowhead, and that's where we are right now. Last one, Adam. Can you talk a minute ago about the special relationship that has with both Brett and Can you elaborate on that? What do you see? What have you witnessed over the years? I know he and Brett uh, have very frequent communication uh, because, you know, when I'm speaking to, to Brett on a weekly basis, you know, he's had a conversation with, with Pat about something that's uh, important to the team. So I think that communication between the two of them is, is very unique and special. And then obviously, you know, he and Andy are talking all the time. I think their conversations are more about scheme, you know, and, and what we can do to get, get better on the field, what we can do. Uh, you know, to, to take on a specific opponent. Uh, but they have a very close relationship. And then I would just go back to the fact that we have such a good relationship between our head coach and GM. So you, you've got you know, really the three most important people uh, associated with the team that are very close together, uh, which I think is part of why we've been so successful over the last four years. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. How it's cool. It's different. It's definitely a different environment. I feel like, you know, college NFL atmosphere. So. Uh, it's kind of similar. You know, both old school guys, you know, legendary status. So uh, a lot of similarities with the program. What did you hear about Andy Reid's camp before you came to it? And is he uh, amounted to what you heard? Uh, I actually didn't hear too much because, you know, I came in, you know, with wide eyes and stuff. So just going through the motions and stuff and... Uh, find out more day by day, you know, I'm liking it. What would you say is the personality of the running back room this year? This year, yeah, it's a lot of competition. You know, we got a lot of uh, good guys, you know, guys, vets, you know, with rings and stuff like that. So uh, I really like the group. You know, I'm learning every day, so it's been good. What do you think you bring to that group that's different than what they already have? Uh, just, you know, uh, I bring, you know, run game element, all those things, you know, I can take it the distance, things like that. Yeah, it's been good. You know, I was talking to Jet the other day. He said he's going on year nine, so you know, I'm just taking everything that he's saying. He's been in this offense, you know, he's uh one, two, so uh yeah, it's been good. Uh definitely with uh play recognition, just the integrity of the plays, 
you know, how to run it. You know, every play is like got a different certain timing, you know, versus uh, my other offense, you know, I was in. So just learn that shit. I mean, that stuff, my bad. <laughs> I mean, you, you've been through camps a couple times now, but what excites you most when you guys actually do put on the pads and it feels more like football? Yeah, yeah, once we put on the pads, you know, it's, it's a real deal, so can't wait for that. Uh, preseason games even going to be exciting this year. You know, completely new offense, you know, get to reinvent myself, things like that. Are you excited to play against Tampa after being in there so long? <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. I know the whole defense, you know, their schemes, all that, so it's going to be a good one. Things back in Tampa, too. Yeah, Talk about the difference between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady, both Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Obviously, different quarterback, but just talk about just working with both quarterbacks and knowing kind of what they what they offer. Yeah, definitely. You know, I can see you know a lot of similarities. Like you said, leadership. You know, both got the qualities. So, you know, uh, he's still tracing rings to get to him. You know, I'm here to help that. So, you're trying to learn and obviously get to use everybody. Um, is there something that you can sort of see with this offensive line that, that gives you sort of um, an impression that you're going to have? Good opportunity to run the football. Team. Oh, yeah. The offensive line, real great. That's part of the reason, you know, why I saw, you know, obviously with the coach and the quarterback. So, you know, hand in hand offense, you know, it's a match made, you know, that you want as a running back. So, when y'all do 11 on 11 team runs, does that give you a good vision of what's going to be like in the past? Uh, yeah, dude, it's a little blurry right now without the pass, but like you said, when they come on, then you'll know for real. So, I can't wait for that. That's. Okay, that good. Cool. Appreciate y'all. Thank you.